When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. The following is a presentation of IMG. America's home for college sports. This is Duck Insight. This is Duck Insight. Insight on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Do so. 5.30 for the Oregon Football Coaches Show at the Cooler because we got a men's basketball game that day against Prairie View A&M as well. A couple of teams for Oregon men's basketball to start the season that have that are coming off some rough years, actually. Prairie View A&M, new head coach for them, and Coppin State, not a lot of scorers back on a team that won eight games last year. So we'll talk more about that coming up. Planning to do the show from Matthew Knight Arena on Thursday to give you a full preview of men's and women's basketball. But again, Kelly Graves is going to join us. And Matt Ulmer, head coach of Oregon Volleyball, going to join us coming up as well. Some news and notes related to women's basketball. Another preseason accolade for a Duck and one that has a shot to be the best three-point shooter in Oregon history. We'll tell you about that coming up in just a little while. 
but also it's the bye week for Oregon football. Getting back to the fundamentals with maybe one eye peering ahead towards Arizona. That's kind of the theme. Got a chance to talk with the defensive side of the ball today. Those interviews, including defensive coordinator Jim Levitt on today's show. The talk has been when does Justin Herbert come back? And I think now it's late in the year, you get healthier, right? You just get healthier. That's important. So Willie Taggart was asked about that. Getting better. When did Justin Herbert make his way back? How do you prepare with Braxton Burmeister, Justin Herbert, getting everything back together? Coach Taggart met with the media today. And before the Ducks uh, practice tomorrow, this is the last time that fans, media alike, will get a chance to hear from the Oregon football players and coaches. So the Ducks practicing today. They wrapped up this morning. Rob Mosley's practice recap in Quack Minute. You can find that Quack video and, of course, GoDucks.com. Practice today was what you'd expect. Fundamentals, a lot of that. And Justin Herbert continues to work his way back healthy. I would expect Dimitri Birch is going to be a name that you'll hear a lot next week because he could potentially be helping Ducks out and prepare for a very speedy quarterback in Khalil Tate on the scout team for Dimitri Birch. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit more later in the week. But that's kind of what I meant with the one eye peered ahead towards Arizona as the Ducks work on and focus on those fundamentals. So a few more interviews that we'll sprinkle in throughout the week. But tomorrow the Ducks will practice. And then Thursday, Friday, Ducks are getting the days off, recover a little bit. Coaches are going to hit the road recruiting. And then it's all of a sudden game week again with Rich Rod's Arizona team coming here to Autzen Stadium. Ducks need one more win to get a bowl to get bowl eligible. Ellie Graves, or excuse me, Willie Taggart, I'm going to coach ahead. Willie Taggart talking about that and more. The Oregon football head coach meeting with the media this morning. What are you guys' goals to accomplish this week? To get uh, a hell of a lot better than what we were the week before uh, at everything we do. Uh, really focused on the fundamentals and technique because those are the things that kill us. You know, we we made improvements um, before the Utah game and kind of reverted back to what we were doing before. So um, we got to learn to be consistent in doing those things um, over and over and over again. And we do that just by getting back to the, the fundamentals and technique and coaching those things daily and and often and everything that we do individually and team. No matter what it is, we gotta we gotta constantly coach those things. Is it just fundamentals this week, or, or will you start to prepare them for Arizona? As well? uh, we're we're preparing for Arizona as well, um, while while doing those things. You know, it's just we we gotta make sure we're emphasizing those things um, often. And uh, but we're we're preparing for um, Arizona as well, but also preparing for ourselves to get better at what we're 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 supposed to do. Um, you know, Arizona's offense is potent uh, with Tate at quarterback and. It's going to take every practice that we can get to, to help try to uh, manage that guy. And I uh, wish we had two bye weeks, you know, but uh, he's a pretty good player and we're going to need that time to prepare for him. Jim said that uh, he likes to look at a lot of different tape, different games. Uh, how much do you like to mix in of, of teams that, uh, that maybe a USC that was able to limit uh, Arizona's offense and then where Arizona was successful against, say, Washington State? I think you got to look at um, all of them. I think first, uh, from a defensive standpoint, looking at uh, teams that kind of do some of the things that we do similar and see how they try to um, attack them because uh, chances are they're going to attack you the same way. And then, uh, But you look at them all. You look at the most recent game and seeing what teams are doing to um, try to try to stop them. You know? But ultimately, you got to be sound at what you're doing. Um, it's going to be a dis- – got to be really disciplined when playing a team like Arizona. And guys going to have um, – keys and, 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 and reads and, and they got to be disciplined and st- sticking with that no matter what. You know, they'll do a lot of eye candy, which will take you off some of your reads if you allow it to. So uh, hopefully this this bye week can help us get ahead on that and, and be patient and, and uh, the most important thing, discipline and, and do a damn good job tackling, game tackling. With 10 games, what's it been like working with Jim Levitt? Is that kind of what you had hoped for? Um, it's been good working with, with all of our guys, not just Jim. I mean, Jim's no different than the rest of those guys over there. they all uh, working hard and, and doing well. I've been enjoying our entire staff, you know, and um, through the ups and downs. And, and it's been great for me because I hadn't worked with a lot of those guys. But getting to know them and them getting to know me, um, it's been fun. Have you seen the kind of turnaround on defense from what you inherited that you, you had wanted? Uh, we, we made some improvements. We made a lot of improvements from, from where we were, and uh, by no means we're where we need to be. You know, uh, there's a lot of improvement we can continue to make, and we have to make if we're going to be the, the football team that we intend to be. But uh, 
by no means we're where we need to be um, as a football team, offensively, defensively, or special teams. And there's a lot of work to do, but uh, we also understand where we're at. We have a young football team, and um, and you're going to take your lumps now, but as those guys get older, those lumps won't come as often, and you'll continue to get better. Is the goal right now to make a bowl game, and how important would those extra practices be for a young team? Uh, the goal is to, to win. We got two ball games. It's to win, and knowing that one win to get you to a bowl, but that's not what we want to be satisfied with. We have two guaranteed games left, and we want to win them both, especially here at home, you know, and, and it's always great to get extra practices, you know, uh, uh, with bowl games, you know, but I think once you get in the bowl game, you're not just looking at the extra practices. You want to win that game as well, you know, so uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's about winning, you know, and we want to win. We got two um, regular season games left here at Oxen, and uh, we want to win them. We want to win them both, and you can't win them both without winning the one against Arizona, so um, it's very important that we have a great week of practice and we as coaches do our best to prepare our guys and make sure they're prepared uh, for this game to go out, especially for these seniors to, to leave here in, a, in, in um, a good manner. Justin looked pretty good throwing the ball. He looked, Freeland, Freeland said he was going to probably play on Saturday uh, after the game. Defensive players today said that he looked really good. Do you think he's back for, for Arizona? Um, I hope so. He's, he's drinking that milk. He's getting better. Um, he X-rays look good. His bones are healing like um, we thought. Actually, at a faster pace. So I think so. The milk is helping. Uh, but um, I guess a six to eight weeks injury, and and I think this week here is week six. You know, I have next week week seven. So he's kind of right in that window. Uh, drink a little more milk. He might jump ahead. Do you prepare practice at all for him to be the starter, or do you still keep Braxton? As the number one. You know, we prepare them both to be ready to go. You know, um, Justin's always preparing. You know, he's he's a smart, sharp kid, and um, he's doing a good job in practice. Um, you saw that the other day. Um, but um, they, we don't prepare them both. You just never know. They both got to be ready as we as we can tell going through the season. So um, hopefully he's he's ready to roll. Blake holding on that field goal to open the game. Yeah. Taylor had done that for so long. Is that Blake winning that job, or is Taylor unavailable physically? Or? No, Taylor's available. Um, that just as we go through practice and, and the kicker and, and the holders, you know, those guys are very particular about things. And um, throughout practice, uh, we felt um, better with Blake being in there and where he's placing the ball and doing it. So uh, we went, went with that route. Is, um, is he still feeling good about Troy? Playing, you said he was going to be fine with that Achilles. Do you still feel like he'll be okay? Yeah, he'll be fine. Did you see him just walk past here with, with that that boot on? He had a little bop in the step. He'll be fine. Yeah. Who goes in making that shift from corner to safety? What have you seen out of him in that position? Um, he's getting better. I mean, it's, it's new for him. He's learning, um, but he's just he's a smart kid and very athletic. Um, he's doing well. A guy that I'm really impressed with is Brady Breeze. You know, coming in there and, and making plays and. Um, the interception he had was big time. We hadn't seen that all year. I mean, the first time all year where someone threw a deep ball and our deep safety got over there and intercepted the ball. I was really impressed with that. You know, so um, I want all our guys to continue to get better, and, and, um, and we're going to need for them to be better these next two weeks. What are you of, out of Henry in that defensive captain role this year? Um, Henry's been a war daddy. You know, that guy has been working his butt off all year long, doing everything we asked him to do, not taking the playoff. Um, he's, he's one of those guys. He's what a senior's supposed to be and, and, and supposed to be like and, and a captain. You know, he's just giving every, every little ounce that he has. And you can tell he's a guy that loves this place and understands that his time is coming to an end and he's going to take advantage of every moment that he's out there, every practice that he, he's out there. And, um, and it's paying off for him. You know, I thought he's had a heck of a season, and he's been a, uh, a big plus and um, contributed big time to our, our, our improvement on defense this year. Can you define war daddy? Say it again. Can you define war daddy? A badass. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Thank you all. Thank you. Joey, do I need to get my buzzer out? I mean, my, no. my beep? You don't. Okay. You uh, right. you don't. I love the definition. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. You know, because he called Tyrell Crosby a war daddy, and it was like, well, war daddy? 
I get I love it. That, I love that the question was asked. I mean, I, what does I, that mean? I, it means he's a dad. You already you know what the coach said. There you go. Willie Taggart, Oregon football head coach. Uh, last time we'll hear from him, uh, probably until his Monday press conference, now getting ready for Arizona week as the Ducks enjoying their bye week. Getting healthy, getting right, and working on some fundamentals this week. That is the focus. Your Oregon Lottery, a proud sponsor of the Oregon Ducks. Since 1995, the lottery has contributed nearly $7 billion to help fund Oregon's public education systems. Feeling the future for Oregon students, the Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Kelly Graves, head coach, Oregon women's basketball, joins us next. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win, giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Since the people of Oregon created the lottery in 1984, over $3 billion in lottery funding has helped Oregon business do more business, supporting projects that create jobs now and lay the groundwork for more in the future. Much of what the lottery funds isn't glamorous, but to Oregon's workforce, it's beautiful. The Oregon Lottery. It does good things. Lottery games are based on chance and should be played for entertainment only. Duck Insider, Duck Insider, Duck Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Movies like Contagion are fiction, but disease outbreaks can and do happen. Early detection allows public health officials at the state, local, and federal levels to manage and reduce the spread and impact of a contagious disease. CDC stands ready to respond. Our scientists work 24-7 to address current and potential health threats. For more information about CDC's work or how you can stay healthy, visit www.cdc.gov. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place, and then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack here with you. The Oregon Football Coaches Show presented by The Cooler coming up every Monday. A special show next week, 4.30 to 5.30 because we got a men's basketball game. Pre-game begins at 5.30, and that means a 6 o'clock tip. So the Oregon Football Coaches Show with Willie Taggart will be 4.30 to 5.30 next week at The Cooler. We're live here at the Duck Store, and I'm Joey Mack, joined by Oregon women's basketball head coach, Kelly Graves. Coach? What's up, buddy? How the heck are you? Hey, I mean, I'm living the dream. Really good, yeah. It's basketball yeah, season. It is. It is this week. I got to ask you. more practices before we play. I got to ask you first, uh, before we jump into Westmont and recapping that and then getting ready for the season, how was the trip to ESPN? What was that like? For oh, you it was Sabrina a lot of Esco? fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, Sabrina, man, I'll tell you, she represented the university so well. And uh, she's a natural at that kind of stuff. And, uh, and a true superstar in terms of, you know, uh, just – being everything you know engaging and witty and uh you know smart she's just uh yeah she she does such a good job there and you know espn is kind of cool you know you look around and you see all the personalities that you see on tv all the time and that was uh uh, that was pretty cool that was a pretty cool deal just uh you know because i'm an espn junkie and have been since the early inception of the uh of the uh um, the network, so it's been uh, it was kind of cool deal. I've been there before for a couple of drafts, WNBA drafts, but uh, never like this. Coolest thing that they have there? Uh, <laughs> wow, uh, the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see it a lot in the uh, in the commercials. This is Sports Center commercials that they've done for years, and uh, okay. that, that, that's pretty neat. Just kind of right. gawking. It was people. cool. It was cool to see that, though. And, and you know, it, there's not very many people for women's basketball that, that get invited to the National Media Day every year. And I think that says something about your team this year, doesn't it? It was a real honor. Six coaches and six players. And we were fortunate 
to have one of each. And uh, I think there were only three schools that had one of each. So, uh, yeah, pretty neat deal. And, um, um, yeah, it says that, uh, you know, people notice us. They know we have a good good program. And uh, certainly we feel like we're building something real special here. Shocker here that Sabrina Inescu uh, named to the watch list for the top point guard in the country heading into this season. How much has she grown in the offseason after that incredible freshman year? Maybe what's the next step for her? What do you hope that she gets out of this year? Well, you know, offensively, she does so many really good things. I think for her to be an elite player, an All-American first-team kind of player, uh, she's she's got to lead the team to continue success, number one. And number two, uh, she's got to get better defensively. You know, she can't be a liability. Not that she is. She just, uh, uh, you know, she's got to be able to, to play one-on-one against people, uh, you know, the really good players in our country. Uh, she's got to continue to to. to be easier on herself hmm. you know she's really tough on herself when she when she doesn't do the right thing or doesn't play well or um but um, you know she she's getting there but she just is so good in so many areas that she's just got to fine tune a lot of them like uh, how she plays in the pick and roll westmont you guys got a nice win and i know you said key heading into that was stay healthy in the exhibition what yeah you think? i think anytime yeah you know and actually i was i thought we got better from our portland state scrimmage um Defensively, we were pretty good, pretty on point. They had one player kind of went off. She had 15 points, but the rest of the team combined had 17. Wow. Uh, so they, we really made it difficult for them to score. Uh, we still turned the ball over a little bit too much. I didn't think we did a great job on the defensive rebounds. Um, uh, you know, and, and didn't shoot uh, particularly well from the, from the three-point. You know, uh, I thought we had some really good looks, but defensively we turned up the heat. We had uh, well over 45 disruptions, and we forced uh, 28 turnovers. We had 17 steals. So all those kind of things were real positive. Those kind of teams aren't easy to play because, number one, they're very disciplined. They're well coached. Kirsten Moore, of course, was, uh, was a player here yep. and, a, and a coach here. Uh, does a great job with them. It's not the same kind of style that we're going to see in Division One, really. Right. And they, they spread you out and – uh, you know, so I thought we handled it okay. Nice to be in front of the home crowd, kind of get a little little taste of what that'll be like this y- year. Yeah, and a really good home crowd. You know, for an exhibition game, we had over 2,000 people, and um, it looked good. Yeah, they were engaged, and I think they're excited about uh, about this team. Season begins 5 o'clock on Friday. You guys are the front end of the doubleheader. It's, I always love the doubleheaders. I'm a huge fan of it. I think it's fun, but that's just also from a fan's perspective, right? I think it's pretty fun. I, I'm kind of curious with with, with doubleheader like that. I mean, you plan it, you plan with the team to stay watch the men's game afterwards. I mean, how, how does that work for you guys? Well, that's up to them. That's pretty late men's start. True. Yeah. <laughs> now I yeah. should be pushing the men's game here, but that's pretty late for us because we've got to turn right around and then play again on Sunday. So right. I actually prefer our players kind of get in and get a good night's sleep so we can have a good practice on Saturday and prep for Sunday. But uh, five o'clock is a is a good time. I think people have a chance to get, maybe get off work a little bit early, get over oh. to the arena. Uh, watch our game, go grab a bite to eat in the university district somewhere, and uh, uh, and then come back for the men's game. So it should be a fun night. Yeah, I think I've always been telling people for games like this, it's either happy hour on a Friday or you just don't take the lunch and you leave early. I mean, it's the best way to get to yeah. Matthew Knight Arena early and fill up the seats. Well, if you're a Duck fan, there's no excuse. Bottom line, there's no excuse. you got to be there and, uh, you know, and, and support the team. And hopefully we make it worth your while. Oh, you no, will. We play this, well. This is a fun team. I have just a little bit of practice that I've watched and talking with Terry Johns, talking with you and everybody else around the program. It's, this is going to be a fun season. Kelly Graves, head coach, Oregon Women's Basketball, joining us here on Duck Insider. All right, we've talked about the game time. How about the opponents? And, and, and maybe the, the, the first thing here, too, is that you guys are playing in the preseason WNIT. It's kind of like a little mini postseason tournament here to kick off the season, isn't it? Yeah, you know, a lot of teams like to have those, uh, you know, those easier opponents, you know, to kind of start the season, work your way in. We don't have that luxury right into the preseason NIT. So we have Cal State Northridge, uh, you know, a, a team that as recently as 2015 or 16 actually went to back-to-back NCAA tournaments. Uh, they're picked second in the Big West this year. They have uh, a center, last name Fluker, who uh, was the Big West player of the year last year. She's about 6'4". She was the only mid-major player invited to the U23 USA training camp, the wow. team that uh, Sabrina made. Right. She was the only one invited to it. So that this this kid can play. There, there's no question about it. Uh, they're very well coached. They have also the third leading scorer in the conference back as well. So the first and third leading scorers back, um, you know, just really good guards. You know, they play hard. They're physical. Uh, and they know how to win. So it, it's a good one. And if, you know, we, we – 
are fortunate there, then you're looking at maybe playing a team like Drake, who's picked to win the Missouri Valley. It was a unanimous pick to win the, the Missouri Valley Conference, a team that went to the NCAA tournament and has a lot of really good players back. So it's going to be, a, a, you know, quite a weekend. And if we're, again, fortunate, and we take nothing for granted, but if we're fortunate to uh, to advance, it looks like we might be looking at a trip to Texas A&M and then hopefully one to either Michigan and Louisville next week. So it's, uh, you know, it's quite a, a daunting, uh, you know, first two weeks of the season. And there's potential you could end up playing Texas A&M twice in the preseason, right? Yeah, if we play them in preseason INT, we're definitely playing them in yeah. Vegas. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, and you look at a, a team like Oklahoma we have here at home at the end of the month in the PK-80, you know, we have we have the possibility of playing four top 25 opponents in November. So You like that? <laughs> I do. I, hey, we have a good basketball team. This team needs to be tested. And, um, you know, like I said, we want to be playing our best basketball when it counts in March. And so to, to do that, I think you got to test yourself early. That game potentially against Drake will be 2 o'clock on Sunday. And it's nice in this preseason WNIT that it's the the, home, the host sites. Uh, it gets a little bit of an advantage for the crowds, that, or for the, I guess I should say, the fan bases that come out in full support. And that's important, I think, for Duck fans to realize that come out and support this team. That's why there's tournaments like this at Oregon, right? Yeah, and I'm telling you, Friday night's not a given. This is going to be a tough tough game. This is not just a, hey, let's show up, roll the balls. No, these guys can play. Jason's a, a good coach. He's a good friend of mine. And, uh you know, he's going to have that team ready and fired up. And I mentioned earlier that it really does kind of feel like a, a little postseason. I mean, all the tournaments, I know, in the preseason are like that. And does it give you a little bit of that tournament experience? Is that good for a young team to kind of go through that after an Elite Eight run last year? Uh, sure. And I'm glad you mentioned a young team. I think, you know, there are high expectations externally on this group. And, you know, whether they're warranted or not will prove, right, or not prove. Um, but, you know, the fact is we're still a young team. I mean, people don't realize we have two seniors on the roster. We have Lexi Bando and Justine Hall. And Justine's only played half a season with us, right? Uh, we have two juniors, Adi Gilden and Maite Cazorla. Maite's played a, played a lot of minutes for us. Adi has been, you know, kind of a role kid who's done a great job, had an excellent tournament last year. But we're relying, again, on sophomores and freshmen, you know, by and large. And so, yeah, we, we're going to have some of those nights, I anticipate, where maybe we're not at our best. But, uh, um, you know, we, we – yeah, things like this I think will help us. We've talked a lot about the depth of your team, though, and it does seem like you guys have really developed a, a lot of competition in practice. I mean, is that still continuing? or And maybe how long do you do you try and figure out what the rotation is going to look like? Do you, do you just kind of let that take shape as it comes? I think the rotation is going to be fluid like it was last year. Remember, we didn't start Mallory McGuire until Christmas. Sure. Um, we had injuries to Sabrina, so others played more minutes. Uh, you know, I think – well, Ruthie – yeah. She didn't start in, in the first part of the season. I think you always have to you keep your options open. But, uh, yeah, we're deep. I think we're, we're at least too deep at every position. What I like about this group is we have a lot of versatile players. Satu Sabali can play inside and outside. Annalie Maley has been playing a lot of the four fours. Uh, she can also play, you know, facing the basket. Uh, you know, uh, Adi Gilden's a little inside and outside. You know, really our only true center is, is Mallory and, and perhaps Ruthie, you know. But uh, everybody else can center. guard multiple positions. And, and if, if you've noticed, we've defended that way. We're switching a lot, we're, uh, and, and we're able to do that. Ruthie can guard guards. So it's, it's going to, I think, make us better ultimately. Thanks for taking some time to chat with us. My Good pleasure. Luck. Good luck on Friday. I'm yeah, really looking you. forward to it. I, like I said, I love the doubleheader. You know, for me, it'll be quick pregame conversation with Dane Altman, then I get to kick back and watch you guys play and then, yeah. and then right after. Should well, good fun. luck to you. It's your uh, opener as well. Thank you. Yeah. So don't screw it up. That's the <laughs> advice that everybody's given me. Yeah, no, it's the best well, advice you got ever. got big shoes to fill, but I'll tell you, I've, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, you do a great job. I've listened to your baseball broadcasts. I've listened to you on the football games. I've listened to you do some basketball games, and then obviously this show and hosting some other things. You're kind of a renaissance man you do a little of everything but uh <laughs> jack of all what, trades master of none <laughs> well whatever but you're pretty good thank and, you uh and i wish you the best it'll be a fun year for both both basketball teams i'm looking forward to it. i appreciate the kind words that means a lot yeah i'm, I'm excited and i think it'll be fun to to really see matthew night arena rocking and rolling with both the men and the women i think that that is uh definitely yeah we need future. to get people on board this is going to be an exciting team to watch a lot of fun they play the right way they they, they share the basketball they play hard they 
have big smiles. I, you know, the play that I thought was the, the, the best. Uh, I can't remember now if it's Portland State or if it was the other night. Very last play of the game, our kids are diving on the floor for a loose ball. Ina, Ina gets it and drives to the basket and scores, and every single player on the bench was up waving towels. And, you know, and this was Sabrina and Ruthie and Mallow and all these kids who could be too cool to do that kind of stuff. But they're cheering for their teammate, and I, and I love that. That's the sign of a healthy culture. They take on the personality of their head coach. Well, I didn't. I didn't jump up and get excited, but in your mind, because <laughs> I was worried about them getting back on defense <laughs> for the last possession of the game. That's what but, the wave uh, of towels was. Was get back, right? <laughs> yeah, there get you back. go. Yeah, yeah. Now that's fun stuff, though. Great stuff. All right. Well, good luck. Five okay, o'clock buddy. at Matthew Knight Arena. Terry Johns on the air with his four thirty pregame show for the Oregon women's basketball team against Northridge. All right. Good luck, Let's coach. Go. go Ducks. Kelly Graves, head coach, Oregon women's basketball. Up next, we hear from defensive coordinator Jim Levitt. That's coming up. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. Oregon's Bottle Deposit and Return System. Since 1971, it's been a big victory for Oregon, keeping containers from littering our landscape. And we're big winners again with Bottle Drop, where it's easier than ever to return your bottles and cans. Bottle Drop centers are springing up across the state, run by an industry cooperative dedicated to reducing litter, recycling materials, helping nonprofits, and creating jobs. Enjoy your beverage and Bottle Drop your empties. We'll pick them up. Locate a bottle drop near you by visiting bottledropcenters.com. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. My thanks again to Coach Kelly Graves for taking the time to join us today. Download the Oregon Game Day app on your smartphone's app store. Stay up to date with the Ducks news and social media. Tickets in the app, live game broadcast, facilities info. And if you had the Oregon Game Day app last year and you're an iPhone user, new version, download it Excuse me, from the Apple App Store today. For men's basketball, tomorrow is the beginning of the signing period. So you may see some recruiting news that we'll be able to talk about the next few days. Hopefully. That is always a fun day for me because I know everybody's always keeping track of recruiting and they're really mindful of what's going on around recruiting. But for us, we can't talk about the guys until they're actually until they've actually sent in their letter of intent. And that's where this gets fun for me because I can start to actually talk about some of those newcomers from men's basketball. Their season does get underway at 9 o'clock on Friday night. It gets compensated at 8.30 pregame with me and Jerry Allen right here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. For women's basketball, I want to mention, too, senior Lexi Bando has been named one of 20 watchlist members for the inaugural Ann Myers Drysdale Award, which will be given to the top shooting guard in women's college basketball. Bando comes into her senior season with the best active career three-point shooting percentage in the nation at 45.7%. If that percentage holds for this year, it would be the best in Oregon's history of its women's basketball program. Bando is also second all-time program in history with 203 made three-pointers behind just Taylor Lilly's 270 career threes. Whew. Some impressive numbers for sure. Meanwhile, with Oregon football, the bye week, defensive coordinator Jim Levitt 
met with the media this morning and, of course, had a little fun with the media to kick things off, as he always does. Then jumped into his thoughts on Oregon's defensive performance the last few weeks and what the focus is during the bye week. Defensive coordinator Jim Levitt meeting with the media today. Doing it before practice, is it uh, like it or not? It doesn't matter, does it? I guess that's the way. Well, I, I don't know. I just uh, was curious. What's your priorities this week? Uh, well, you know, fundamentals, going back to fundamentals, you know, you got to get off blocks, you got to make tackles. You know, it doesn't matter what scheme you run. There's a lot of different schemes out there in the country, but. You know, unless you're a real good tackling team, you're not going to be a real good defense. So, you know, that's big, big focus, a lot of fundamentals, you know. Got a lot of young guys out there. It was interesting, even on last play of the game, last game. Uh, you know, I, I looked at it. I was a glutton for punishment, so I looked at it again last night, uh, the game tape. And, um, you know, I noticed there were six freshmen on that on that last play when we stopped on fourth and one. We had six freshmen, one redshirt freshman, sophomore, junior, and two seniors. You know, so I was proud of that. Because the way, you know, it was going in the third quarter, you know, we could easily just quit and not and, and given up. And that, that says a lot to me. It just does. You know, I mean, you, you look for a positive thing, certainly. And uh, and I that was encouraging to me that to, uh, for them to hold them out of the end zone in that fourth quarter. So um, <clears throat> but anyway, but the fundamentals. Yeah. Is there a certain mindset you want your guys to be uh, going in these last two games? Well, you know, you want to get better. You know, and you always want to get better through the year. And at times you can really see uh, with defense we've gotten a lot better and at times we've dropped, you know. It's um, the consistency is what you look for. You, you really want your team just get better and better as the, as the season goes, and that's real key. So just just play the best football, you know, and, and give us a chance. Khalil certainly made a splash. Do you get a head start in giving your guys an idea what what they're facing down the road? Yeah, well, there's no doubt. You're talking about the, the quarterback, and, yeah, he's, he's really good, you know. Uh, and uh, obviously, you know, look what he's done. Nobody's really stopped him uh, much, you know. And uh, he's very talented, and their scheme makes it very difficult, a real challenge to uh, to stomp him. What do you like, what do you like about Hugo at, at safety? What, is, is that kind of a long-term deal for him or just a this season? Yeah, I don't know about anything long-term other than today's practice for me. Um, I, I think he's, you know, he's a good football player. And uh, he, uh, you know, he's got some skill at man coverage, certainly with uh, playing corner and nickel. And he's, he's smart. He's a heady ball player. And we're just trying to get our best people on the field. Sometimes you don't always know. And, uh, you know, if players don't make it real clear, then coaches have to make decisions. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, you know. And, uh, but Hugo's been a real pleasant surprise. I mean, look at the Utah game, did some really good things. He did some real good things last game. Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't, like all of us. You know, we were up and down a little bit, you know, too much. And Washington's a good football team. You know, right now they're, the, they're the, you know, they're, they're uh, you know, they're, they're, they're up there, you know. And, uh, uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's what we've got to, you know, we've got to find a way to uh, get, you know, get in a position to beat them, you know. And uh, that's, that's, that's uh, all there is to it. As you prepare for a quarterback like Khalil Tate, do you like to look at uh, games like where maybe USC was able to limit him? Do you like to look at uh, games like Washington State where, he was just running circles around them. What, how do you like to Probably sort of the teams limit them more than the ones that don't? <laughs> I mean, we want to limit them if we can, you know. So I'd probably rather pay attention to those things. And uh, but you got to do what we do, you know, and 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 try to put ourselves in position. You know, I've been I've been pretty pleased uh, all year that you know if guys were just lined up and the things that we wanted to do that we at least had a chance, a chance. And that's that's all you can ask for. And then they they've got to get off blocks, they've got to make tackles and all that. We've got to do a good job as coaches. Uh, put in a position to do that and also working on those things. But I, I usually try to look at teams that I, I look at both because you got to see what gashed them also, you know. So you, I look at everything. How healthy is the defense right now, and is it nice to use a spy week to kind of? Well, certainly, you know, you, 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 everybody get, gets banged up this time of year, you know. So it, it certainly is going to help us a little bit, yeah. Jim Levitt, defensive coordinator for the Ducks, meeting with the media today. Now, from Oregon football, we had Oregon volleyball. Hey there. Matt Ulmer, head coach, Oregon volleyball is with us. Uh, before we talk too much about volleyball, I do want to remind people, uh, similar to men's basketball, it is signing day tomorrow. So you fired up. You ready to go for a new class of Ducks? Very excited. Okay, that's all, that's all we can tell you Can't about. Can't wait to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's all we can tell you about a new class of Ducks because it's they're not official yet. And not yet. neither of us would like to get an email from the compliance office. I stay away from those. Good good man. Yes. Okay, we're going to get a break, come back, talk some volleyball with head coach Matt Ulmer. That's next, Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
Have you ever wanted your own branded t-shirts? Well, look no further than Enthusiast Media Group, the preferred promotions provider for your Oregon Ducks. With over 1 million items to choose from, EMG is the premier source for branded apparel and other swag items. Whatever you need, maybe business uniforms, club team apparel, school merchandise, or even corporate gifts, EMG has you covered. Use the offer code EMGPROMO to get $50 off your first order. Find us online at EMGPROMO.com. That's EMGPROMO.com. Enthusiast Media Group, bring your brand to life. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win, giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ag Council. Hi, I'm Ken. Kathy Rigby, and I love portraying Peter Pan on the stage, but there are many children who are facing the reality of life-threatening illnesses every day. Discovery Arts helps children undergoing cancer treatment step outside of their illness and into a world of imagination by bringing them music, dance, and arts adventures while they're in the hospital. For $15 a month, you can become a Discovery Arts partner and bring art adventures to a child facing the unimaginable. Visit discoveryarts.org today for more information. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, live at the Duck Store, where perched to support the students, faculty, and staff at the University of Oregon. Uh, one of the faculty and staff would be one Matt Ulmer, head coach, Oregon That's Volleyball. Me. So Go Ducks. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My butt has blisters on it. Other than that, don't worry, no. So Stanford gave us a licking. So oh. that was, we'll I was going to say, ticking. was that because of the traveling and you're just on the road and so you don't sit comfortably or, or you were actually no, going? No, we, f- we forgot how to play volleyball okay. for 24 hours. So All right. Well, I, I, disappointing. I, I, I wasn't going to go there. but Oh, then never mind. I didn't say anything. Okay. I was just going to talk about how traveling's hard and how it really takes it out of your team. But, in, in yeah. you know, for you to – I guess let's hit on Stanford in a moment. Okay. Okay. How about at Cal? A, a nice sweep? Yeah, that was fun. That was good, right? That was good. So, okay, maybe the better way to ask this question. You guys split on the road. Mm-hmm. You guys are still in the top ten in the RPI, still looking like it, you're in a good spot. And here's the uh, – this is the green and yellow lenses version from me. Okay, now you you can rebut I don't wear those. You'd I'm like. just I pretty know. straightforward. I know. Okay, so <laughs> you you go on the road. There's no penalty to losing on the road, though I know as a coach you would like to beat Stanford. So you split. What went so right against Cal? And then what happened in between and maybe during the match at Stanford? Well, I mean, again, I think it's me saying it's not necessarily about the results. It's about how we're playing and the okay. things we're doing. So even um, the Cal match, I thought the first two sets, we did a lot of really great things, mm-hmm. things we've been working on, uh, things that I thought we were capable of, and it was exciting. And then the third set, we didn't respond. Um, we kind of just coasted again, and mm-hmm. I, it really ticks me off when we do that. Um, cause Coasting again, I, is I not wanna, good. No, I mean, it's like, and it's November. You know, it's like we're building for something more than this past weekend or this upcoming weekend or whatever. You know, we're, we're building to make a run and playing our best ball. Um, so I think we just we get so caught up in oh you know we can win this yeah and then we we slow down and that's just such a dangerous trap and mentality to get into that I'm really fighting our team um, and then Stanford you know again we get we just we played horribly and they're you know they're really good um, you have to play your best game and we didn't and they served us real tough I mean here if you remember they missed 15 serves they didn't miss those and they served just as aggressive um, and so we had a really hard time passing the ball and getting any kind of offense consistently going um and then they you know they hit the ball hard and we decided that we didn't want to dig it because it might hurt our arms or yeah exactly yeah exactly so we just we did not respond and that was very frustrating to be a part of um and that's why i love our conference because i'd rather have that right now than in the sweet 16 you know i want to play a team that's gonna 
they'll show us right where we are, and this is exactly where we are. And so we need to, you know, understand that right away. And if we're going to do something about it, then some people need to really look in the mirror and say, I'm not doing my job. I'm not doing this enough, you know. So love playing in the Pac-12. And Stanford is great to play. I wish we could play them all the time. Um, you know, we'd lose quite, you know, sometimes. But I think we – I hope we learn a lot from those types of matches. So I have multiple follow-ups. Okay. Question. I left open a few doors for you. <laughs> Question number one. Yeah. Um, you know, w- w- when I guess things aren't going right and you're sitting uh, – because you have talked before how you take on different roles to kind of mm-hmm. motivate the team in different ways. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe the, the best way to ask this question is, okay, so you've done that. And you've kind of identified that maybe this is a team throughout this year. You know, I talked about this a few times where mm-hmm. you got to play either the cheerleader you got to kind of be the, the bad guy. I don't know, the, the right way. Yeah. So is, I guess, one of the ways to, to kind of get past that is you just have somebody on the court that just, for lack of a better phrase, grabs the team, you know, and says, no, we ain't doing this again. I mean, is that kind of what needs to happen, I guess? I, I don't know the best way to ask that question, but I think you know what I'm hitting on. Yeah. Well, I would say against Colorado, I lit us up. In the first two sets when we were playing so bad, and we responded. I remember well. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, I didn't do that this time because to me, it's this is it was personal. Mm. You know, um, the performance that we gave to a person, it was it was personal, mm. and th- they decided to respond the way that our team decided to respond the way that we responded. Um, and so, actually, in between sets two and three, I didn't go in really the locker room because to me, it was they're either gonna sink or swim. You know, they have to decide what this means to them and what they're willing to do. That wasn't. I didn't feel like there was anything that I could give us because we weren't even following the game plan that, you know, that we had. And if we did, it worked out well for us. And then when we didn't, you know, we just kind of we're just doing whatever we wanted to do. And so, um, I don't think there needs to be one person that leads you, you know, on the court. Um, ultimately, if we're going to be a great team, it has to mean it to each person. Right. Um, and so they all look at each other and say, "Yeah, I'm not doing my job, and I need to step it up." And um, again, when you're playing a team like Stanford. Um, you know, we played Texas earlier in the year. We play, you know, we play a lot of great teams, but you, Every you, week. you have, yeah, you have this mentality of you have to be perfect, especially when you get behind. And we got behind, well, not right away, but we got behind. You know, by ten points, we were down by a couple. And I think you start pressing, and you think I have to now make a, gr- a perfect play, and that's just you get tight, and you can't do that. You know, you have to be loose. You have to just keep playing, and you have to keep putting pressure on them. Um, and so we just we responded horribly, and yeah, no one got it. Taylor August was fantastic, and she did everything she could do. Um, but we couldn't get our middles involved, and they started great. So yeah, we have, you know, Lindsay and Jolie and Alex. They have to respond better. Our setters have to handle the pressure better, um, and we just have to steady out. And then you'll get back into a game, which is what's happened in the past. You know, we'll have poor performances but bounce back, and it's because we steady out. And uh, we weren't able to do that against them. So. Well, and they're pretty good, you know. I totally, yeah, they're very good, you know. But so what? We're two, good too, you know. Two losses this year to Penn State. And they're undefeated in yeah. conference. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I wanted to ask you about that real quick. If we, we kind of look big picture because I know yeah. you're keeping track of this mm-hmm. probably more so than anybody I know at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, how good are those two teams? And, and it seems like maybe this year volleyball is a little top-heavy around the country. Is that a fair assessment or am I maybe missing something here? Because um, Pac-12 has always got a lot of parity, but it seems like around the country you're kind of Well, I think it, at least in our groups. conference, there's Stanford and everybody else. Yeah. Um, and that, it just happens to be that way this year. Um, and some of it is uh, – a bunch of us have had injury bugs, which yeah. has kind of made us all doubt ourselves. And uh, Stanford has had a couple, but they were pretty early on. And really in conference, they've been healthy. And they, the biggest thing with Stanford is that they just they know that they're good. Confidence. They have But it. not arrogance? Ha- no, no, no arrogance. Uh, they just they know they're good, and they just go to work every day. Mm. You know, and they just do what they do. Um, and I thought uh, what Inky did for them last year really was the best thing for that freshman class. Um, and so it just gave them a roadmap of this is how we do it, and we just keep keep going. Um, and so they have they have all the goods. And now it's again, it's what I'm trying to get with our team is that you want what they have. Mm-hmm. So you have to go above and beyond what they're willing to give. And we obviously weren't willing to do that the other night. So how do I how do I get that through to them? Well, I tried today at practice, so we'll just keep trying. Well, that's <laughs> so. my, that was my next question. I, I yeah. said multiple follow ups. Yeah, no, I understand. For Matt Ulmer, yeah. Oregon volleyball head yeah. coach. Um, it, it seems like you're in a good mood today. I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood, even when you were sick. Mm-hmm. So, one, whatever you do, you got to tell me so that I can channel this sort of energy. Well, I think for you, you know that our worst day doing what we do is still our best day that we could ask for. That's true. What else would we do? That's true. I'm just happy I get to do this. It's uh, I, I talk about bats and balls for a living. Uh, there's, there's a lot worse things. I know yeah. what you mean. So, yeah. I get that. 
Now, part two of that question, I guess, is it, it seems like maybe the team responded the way that you wanted. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> Just the, lo the look on his face said it all when he walked in. It was well, like, yeah, we, we didn't play well, but uh, yeah. Well, all of a sudden, you got people coming in your office. You got people who are texting <laughs> you to have more film time. You know what I mean? It's like all those types of things because they're starting to own it. They're starting Good. to take real pride in what they're doing and that it's going it's going to matter to them and they want to be their best selves. Um, so that's what you want to see. You know, you want that response, and I think we're getting there. Plus, I entered myself in practice today, so I could just put a little more heat on them and just see how that would go. And I think we handled it okay. Okay, so elaborate. I'm sore, but other than that, <laughs> elaborate. How did how did this work out for everybody involved? Uh, I mean, <laughs> just different drills. I, you know, I I just I entered myself. You know, the hard part we don't have a lot of. Um, male practice players that are able to kind of generate the heat that Stanford can Got put. It. So our other side needs to be better, and we need to lose a lot more in practice than we do. Um, we get away with, you know, false positives, and that can't happen. Hmm. So I'll put myself in there, and if they can, you know, beat me and Coach Butler and Coach James on the other side, then then you're starting to do something. Uh, they did not beat me, but they were you know, <laughs> they, they were close. They, they did a good job. How often do they beat you? They don't beat me. <laughs> okay. That's okay. And if they do, I'll change the rules. Okay. So. Yeah, that's – well, right, then uh, yeah. adversity. Right? That's, That's what right. they call that, right? How, That's to, right? how to fight through adversity. Matt Ulmer, Oregon Volleyball head coach, kind enough to join us. Okay, so the response has been good. At Arizona State on Thursday, Arizona on Sunday, uh, part two of a four-match back-to-back weekend road yeah. trip. Some winnable matches, but always tough matches in the Pac-12, I guess, huh? Yeah, and, I mean, this is a hard trip. Arizona is always a tough place to play. Arizona State is, too. Um, I mean, last year we, we won in five against Arizona State, and they were the last team in the conference. Yep. Um, and they had, I don't know, like 6,000 people. It was like their biggest – I mean, it was just it was just a rough match, and they played great. They and circled you guys. Totally. You know, we were lucky to come away with a win there. I think we're always in five at their place. And uh, last year was the first time we won at Arizona, I think, in like a decade or something. It's been like a while. It's been a long time. Um, so, again, for us, it's we have to we need to play better and we need to start doing the things we need to do to be successful. So this is a great opportunity for that. How do they match up? I mean, well, I guess what personnel matchups and kind of the X's and O's, if you would, a little bit. Uh, I think they're pretty different. Arizona State just um, goes for it. Um, there's really no fear there. Um, that hasn't they're changed. Swinging, in the last they're swinging. They're serving. Yeah. No, they're going for it. You know, so that's scary because if it's clicking, then you're in for a real fight. You know, if it's not, then they're going to give you some points. They're very aggressive. Sure. Arizona uh, is just a really good good volleyball players, so um, they're just gonna they're gonna make you beat them. Um, so you have to bring your A game in order to keep plotting through and making plays and stuff like that because they're not gonna give you a lot of points. So here's something that you know I was thinking about it, as you were talking about the kind of the, the the practice squad, if you will, and 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 practice players and how the coaches can jump in. You know, you talk so much in football about a scout team, right? How they've got so many guys on the roster that yeah. oftentimes they they can go through and do the scout team. And I know with, like, women's basketball, for example, they can get some male basketball players in there and, yeah. and practice. So I know you guys do similar, but it, it, I guess it maybe it's a little harder to find it's those very sorts of players. Hard. Yeah, here, since I've been here. I mean, I came from Long Beach where in SoCal men's volleyball is big, yeah. and there's a lot of men's volleyball players on campus, and they want to come in, and they can really help you. Hmm. Uh, here, not so many. So calling all men's volleyball players in Eugene. Yeah, let me know. Email me. Email me. Actually, email Butler. Okay, email him instead. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's... GoDucks.com, by go the way. Ducks. There you go. There you go. Got to be a registered student, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, we'll go through all the hoops and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, so that's something we don't have. So, sometimes I need to get in there and just kind of mess them up a little bit. The scout so. team, right? Yeah. How, I mean, the scout team's important, right? It is I mean, important. Because, so, I, in practice... Especially when Stanford has a 6'8 person. You right. know what I mean? It's like, how do you... Now, what, what's your height again? Yeah, right there. Yeah, that's She's got me by an inch, but that's okay. Nah, 6'8 with shoes on. Okay, there you go. Big platforms. Yeah, six eight with shoes on. No, yeah. I, I was always kind of curious about that because you know I, I I've noticed that when I've been at volleyball, it's always kind of team against team a lot. You, mm -hmm. you, you know, a few here and there, you get some of those practice players, but it, I guess it is a little different now that I think about it. So a lot of other schools, I imagine, that are in those more, for lack of a better phrase, fertile areas of volleyball players, they have mm -hmm. more of a sure. more depth on the scout team. Absolutely. I suppose. Interesting. You know, and the other piece for us is like Brooke Van Sickle is out. You know, so that's one less banged up. Yeah, it's yeah. not as deep on the other side to kind of give us a little more pop and things like that. So that's kind of where it's hurting us. So I get in there. Finally, I wanted to ask you. Uh, I was thinking about this last week when you guys are going on back-to-back -back road trips. How do you handle that academically? You know, uh, for friends, I, th I think that sometimes people forget it's the student athlete, and mm -hmm. we're now closing in uh, towards the end of the term. How do you handle that academically? What are some of the things you guys do? I think on the it's road really trips? stressful for our student athletes. Um, and I mean, this one we're playing Thursday, Sunday. Yeah, you know, so we weird. just got home late Sunday night, and now we're turning around. We leave tomorrow morning, you know, to get in. So uh, we have, I think, on game on Thursday, game day, we have three people taking a 
a midterm right after serving pass before we go to pregame. Stuff like, you know, it's like that's just what they do. I mean, that's what that's what they do. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not. A lot of academic support, though. A lot of sure. academic support. I mean, a lot of study hall on the road, time in the yeah. books. And we we do a really nice job with that, so I'm proud of our group. Yeah, you guys have always had a high APR. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've always noticed as well. All right, well, I could talk with you for hours, but yep. I know you're a busy guy. Thank you. He's Matt Ulmer. He's the Oregon Volleyball head coach. And the Ducks are in action. They're both on TV, Let's ASU go. and Arizona, Thursday and Sunday for the Ducks. Uh, good luck out there. Don't dry Thank out you. the desert. <laughs> Deal. All right. Thanks. Go we'll Ducks. be back after this. <laughs> Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Since the people of Oregon created the lottery in 1984, over $3 billion in lottery funding has helped Oregon business do more business, supporting projects that create jobs now and lay the groundwork for more in the future. Much of what the lottery funds isn't glamorous, but to Oregon's workforce, it's beautiful. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Lottery games are based on chance and should be played for entertainment only. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance Companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. It's Practical Poly Radio. I've switched to cooking with healthier oils. So now what do I do with all these tubs of lard? Skinny jeans feeling too tight, a bit of lard on your hips and thighs, and those pants slide on like a dream. So there's no need for that lard to go to waste. But get your best heart-healthy trade-up with healthier oils, like canola, olive, or other vegetable oils, which can actually lower your chances for heart disease. Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info is the national supporter of the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. I've got the water, energy bars, and camera. I think we're set for the hike. Almost. We need to protect our skin. Don't forget your wide-brimmed hat and sunscreen. All right. I've got the hat. I've got SPF 30. Will that work? Yeah. Anything 15 or higher is good. Just make sure it says broad spectrum. Great. Got it. I am not getting burned again. Let's go. Learn more at cdc.gov cancer. This broadcast of University of Oregon Athletics is authorized under rights granted to IMG College, LLC, by the University of Oregon and is intended solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or commercial use of the descriptions and accounts of this game or show without the express written consent of IMG College and the University of Oregon is prohibited. The announcers are selected by IMG College and approved by the University of Oregon. Today's legal disclaimer brought to you by Corson Johnson Law. Life is in sports. You've got to enforce the rules to keep people safe. Learn more about how the law can help our community safe or with a visit to CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. Corson Johnson Law Firm, a proud sponsor of the Oregon Ducks. Right on cue, wrapping things up for today. My thanks to Kelly Graves and Matt Ulmer. On the show tomorrow, Senior Women's Administrator Lisa Peterson is going to join us. Also, we'll tell you about the Art of the Athlete Showcase coming up at the George Schnitzer Museum of Art. That's on the show tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Alvin and the Chipmunks want to remind you to keep bacteria and food from making you ill with four simple steps. It should be a walk in the park. Clean. Wash hands and surfaces often. I'm waiting for the rinse cycle. Separate. Keep raw meats away from ready-to-eat foods. Yep. Cook. Make sure meat, poultry, and seafood is cooked to the right temperature. And chill. Refrigerate food promptly. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. The road trip to food safety starts at foodsafety.gov. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You've been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. A special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.